reaching Israel and the world. Shalom and Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem is Hebrew for bless the name of the Lord. Honey, we've got a message today that I think will really challenge some of our viewers. I'm calling it, Where Did the Darkness Come wow, From? Wow, so our viewers have to be ready to go deeper and, and be ready to, to confront things that are sometimes uncomfortable. Yeah. Uncomfortable. But it's so beautiful because as we allow the discomfort to come, God reveals how he's light in the middle of it. Mm. So it's, it's, it's a good and deep word. Well, you know, this is one of the advantages of, of, of having a grounding in the Hebrew Bible because we get such a bigger understanding yeah. of who God is, how he operates and his ways on the earth. Yeah. And when we understand that God alone is the Lord, it in the end brings great peace to our life. That mm. no matter what happens to us, we can look to Hashem, to God alone, and he's gonna use everything for good. Amen. Beloved, we know that God is light and in Him there's no darkness at all. But I want to ask you a simple but profound question. We know that darkness exists. It's all over the universe. We can see the physical manifestations of darkness, but darkness essentially is a spirit. My question is this, where does darkness come from? Many Christians today want to wash God's hands of having anything to do with anything that happens in the world that brings pain. But the reality is, is that when we do a deep study of the Word of God, we have to come to recognize that God Himself, the one that has no beginning and has no end, the one that created all things, that God the Creator, listen to me church, also created the darkness, and he did it for a reason. I want to go back to the very beginning of the Bible. I want to go back to the owner's manual, if you will. I'm going to the first chapter of the book of Genesis. I'm going to read verses 1 and 2. Now, I've taught on this before in a series called The Mysteries of Creation, but there were things that I didn't cover in that series that I think are important for you and I to hear about today, hear the Word of God. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void, and the Hebrew speaks of a wasteland and emptiness. Continuing on, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. So we see that in the very beginning, as God is bringing forth the world, as he's bringing forth the plants and the animals, what was there first was this darkness. The question is, where did the darkness come from? Was it always there, just like God has always been? We know, beloved, that's impossible. God alone has always been. Listen what the Lord says about himself in the book of Isaiah, chapter 45. I'm reading from verses number 5 through 7. Remember, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord abides forever. Hear the word of God. I am the Lord, and this is the eternal one here, the one who is the I am that I am, the one who will be what he's going to be. I am the Lord, and there is no other. Besides me, there is no God. 
There is no one besides me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. The one forming light and creating darkness. Listen to that again, church. The one forming light and creating darkness, causing well-being and creating calamity. I am the Lord who does all these things. You see, it's unfortunate to me that few Christian preachers, teachers, and evangelists will ever recognize that when something bad happens on earth, God could possibly be behind it. They say that God would never bring suffering, that God would never bring pain, that God would never cause sickness. But church, when we study the Hebrew Bible, we find that God at times does all these things. God is the one that opened up the earth to swallow Korah and the rebellious tribe that was with him. God was the one that caused the serpents to kill thousands of Israelites in the wilderness. God was the one that caused Miriam to get leprosy because she blasphemed Moses. In the New Testament, we read in the book of Revelation, God was the one that cast Jezebel onto a bed of sickness because she would not repent of her sins. You see, we have to recognize that God alone is the Lord. Let me read some other scriptures for you. I'm going now to the Gospel of John. And actually, let me go to the book of Colossians first. Colossians chapter 1, verse number 16. Hear the word of God. For by Him, meaning through Yeshua, through Jesus, for by Him all things were created. All things, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created by Him and for Him. God is taking responsibility for creating everything visible and everything invisible, both in heaven and on earth. So let's get back to our original question. If God alone is self-existent, if God alone has no first cause, if God alone is the one that has always been and He created all things, didn't He also create the darkness? Doesn't He also take responsibility for creating the devil, even Satan? In fact, we read in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, that Paul was given, the scripture says, a messenger of Satan. I'm going to read it for you. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 10. Paul says, because of the surpassing greatness of the revelation, for this reason, to keep me from exalting myself, there was given me a thorn in the flesh, listen, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from exalting myself. In other words, Paul said that to keep me from exalting myself because I received so much revelation, God sent me a messenger of Satan to keep me humble. This te text goes on to say that Paul cried, Lord, take it away. Take this messenger of Satan away. Three times he prayed. Finally, the Lord speaks back to me, says, no, Paul, my grace is sufficient for my power will be perfected in your weakness. You see, God used this messenger of Satan to bring about weakness in Paul's life so that Paul would cling to God in a deeper way 
to keep Paul from exalting himself in order to perfect his power in Paul. God uses evil to accomplish a higher good. You see, the Lord knew that when he created you and I as his sons and daughters, in order to fully mature, in order to fully be made strong, we needed an enemy. We needed an adversary. This is why the first thing that the Spirit of the Lord did in Jesus' life after Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist in the Jordan River was to lead him into the wilderness for 40 days where Jesus was in conflict with the forces of darkness, with the devil. And after that experience, Jesus, the scripture says, came out of the darkness, listen now, in the power of the Ruach HaKodesh. You see, that 40-day battle with the devil in the wilderness is what the Spirit of the Lord used to strengthen Jesus. Jesus had to rely so powerfully on the Father during that time there that when the battle was over, he came out and he was ready for his ministry. So let's now apply some of these principles that I've just covered to our lives today. The Bible tells us in the book of James that God actually brings us through, listen now, many trials, listen, in order to perfect our faith. Now, trials are times when we're in, uh, in encountering adverse circumstances, circumstances that are unpleasant, circumstances that are oftentimes coming from the realm of darkness, whether somebody's persecuting us, whether we lack funds, whether we got mistreated by somebody, whether we're even struggling with something physically, God allows us sometimes to go through difficulties in order to strengthen our faith. The scripture speaks of this, count it all joy when you go through various trials. It's the testing of your faith. Now, I realize that there's a balance, beloved, to this. There's times we need to rise up and take authority over the powers of darkness. There's times that we need to rise up and take authority over the devil. I believe in divine healing. I believe in divine health. But I also see from Scripture that God uses difficulty, consider even the life of Job, how it was God's design that Satan would come and inflict Job with so many challenges, his family, his health, his finances. And after Job got through that test, Job said this, he said, God, before I had heard of thee with the hearing of my ear, but after having gone through this tremendous trial and looking for understanding, clinging to you, praying to you, seeking for understanding, Job said, now that I've come out the other end of this thing, now, Job said, I know you for myself. I know you in my heart. In other words, Job says, I know you so much more now, God, that I had to go through this trial. This young man was born deaf and dumb. But after you prayed, you will never. His ears popped open. He can now hear. This is the sister to the brother. Okay. Do you see this this lady? She's weeping right now. Can you tell us why there's tears coming down your eyes? I'm happy about my brother. For 16 years, we have been praying. 
Blessing your life through the teaching of Rabbi Schneider, why not become a part in sending him around the world as God brings salvation, healing, and deliverance through television and on the ground outreaches? Visit rabbipartners.com or call 800 777 7835. As a thank you for your monthly support, Rabbi would like to send you three very special partner only DVDs. In Pursuit of Him, an intimate view of Rabbi's life journey. It was worth it. The amazing life story of Cynthia Schneider and Crusades Behind the Scenes, a partner exclusive look as Rabbi ministers around the world. Become a part of what God is doing through discovering the Jewish Jesus. Begin your monthly partnership today. So we learn number one, that God uses challenges, He uses darkness, He even uses the messenger of Satan we read about in the Apostle Paul's life in 2 Corinthians to produce humility and to cause us to become more dependent on Him to strengthen us. We read in the book of James, I didn't quote it for you, but James chapter 1, verse 12, we also read about it in 1 Peter, that God brings us through adverse trials in order to deepen our faith and to strengthen our faith. God also, beloved, allows us to encounter darkness and hard times in order to reward us when we pass the test of faith as we come out of those times. In other words, in the scripture, a test is not something that's designed when the scripture says God's testing us. When the Lord uses that word, he oftentimes is not referring to something so that he can see whether we're going to pass or fail, but he means it to bring us up to the next level. He puts us in a difficult situation where we encounter adversary or, or, or adverse circumstances, adversaries, so that we'll have to force our spiritual muscles to keep on pressing on through it. And then when we come out the other side successfully, God rewards us for our effort. He that overcomes, Jesus said, will inherit these things. Continuing on, why would God create darkness? Hopefully, you've seen from the scriptures that I've showed you today that we can't say that God never has anything to do with hard times. We can't say, well, no, God would never cause something hard to happen in someone's life. God would never cause that terrible thing to happen. But I've showed you from the word of God, beloved, that God is God. There is no other. He causes well-being. He creates calamity. He's the creator of all things, both things visible and invisible. He's Adon Olam. He's the master of the universe. He is God. There is no other. We have to have faith in him alone. The Lord said, don't call a conspiracy what the world calls a conspiracy. And don't fear what the world fears. But I alone am to be your fear. I alone am to 
be your dread. Connect to me alone, and I will become a sanctuary for you. God doesn't want us to be afraid of the devil. God doesn't want us to be afraid of adverse circumstances. God wants us to understand that he alone is God. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad, Hero Israel, the Lord our God, He alone is God, and He's one. We need to be able to process life. We need to be able to process our thinking, looking directly to God to understand everything that happens in the earth and everything that happens in our own lives. God is showing us now in His Word that He allows evil, that He created darkness because He brings about a higher good from it, just like the woman that was a former prostitute that anointed Jesus' feet with a costly bottle of perfume that was worth approximately a whole year worth of wages during that time period in history. And the people that saw her do it, they were just aghast. They thought it was a tremendous waste. But Jesus said, you guys don't understand what's going on. He that's been forgiven much, loves much. He that's been forgiven little, loves little. What this woman has done will be remembered for all time. In other words, that woman had come out of such deep darkness, such deep bondage. She was such a captive to the devil that when Jesus saved her, she loved him more than all the other people that he saved that were fairly moral people. In other words, God used the darkness to bring about an even higher good. He that's been forgiven much, Jesus said, loves much. Sometimes God uses the darkness, sometimes God uses evil as a tool to cause people to repent. For example, we read about this in the book of Revelation where there was the prostitute Jezebel. She was, or the, the immoral woman, I should say, Jezebel. And she, uh, you know, was leading people into immorality. She was a false prophetess. And uh, Jesus said, you know, I gave her time to repent, but she wouldn't. He said, now I'm going to cast her onto a bed of sickness. Hear me, Jesus himself said that he was going to cast her onto a bed of sickness. He didn't blame it all on the devil. Jesus was the one that took responsibility for casting her onto a bed of sickness. Why? Because he wanted to force her to repent. Sometimes God releases evil into our lives in order to bring us to our knees so that we'll repent. God is light, and in Him there's no darkness at all, but He uses evil as a tool to accomplish, beloved, His purposes. We read, for example, in the life of Pharaoh, that God said concerning Pharaoh that He was going to harden Pharaoh's heart in order that God could display His power and make his glory known. Some people like to say, yeah, but Pharaoh hardened his heart. But when we do a careful study in the book of Exodus, we find that God was the one that first said to Moses, I'm going to harden his heart. When someone hardens their heart against God, we would say that's satanic. But you know what? It was part of God's plan that Pharaoh's heart would be hardened because every time Pharaoh's heart was hardened, God did a miracle. And God's name was proclaimed throughout that entire portion of the world because of the miracles that he performed in Egypt and he used Pharaoh's 
hardened heart as the means by which he would do the miracles. In other words, every time Pharaoh's heart was hardened, God responded by doing a miracle, and that was God's plan. And this is why the Bible tells us in the book of Romans, chapters 9 through 11, that God said for this very purpose he hardened Pharaoh's heart, in order that his name might be proclaimed, beloved, in the whole earth. Lastly, I want us to understand that God, again, has a purpose for all things, that he causes all things to work together for good, all things. He causes all things to work together for good, the things that feel pleasant to us and the things that are hard. He blesses us with times of refreshing. He sends the south winds, but he also sends the north winds, difficulties, adversaries, even as Paul described, messengers of Satan, in order that the garden of his spirit would fully bloom from our hearts and bring forth the fragrance of Messiah Jesus from our lives. I want you to know, beloved, God loves you. He's got you. Jesus said not a sparrow falls to the ground apart from the Father. You don't have to be afraid of anything. No matter what happens in your life, you can look to God, know that He loves you, and thank Him because He's causing all things to work together for good in your life. Baruch Hashem, praise the Lord, and Shalom. We have to come to the grips of what God's Word teaches, and that is, beloved, that He's the creator of everything, both visible and invisible, that God's Odon Olam, He's the master of the world, and He is taking responsibility for governing His creation. You know, honey, you were just sharing with me a situation that you were dealing with when anytime a siren went off, mm -hmm. it just put fear in you. Right. And then you said the Holy Spirit spoke to you and said, you've got to have a bigger vision yes. because some of these accidents that you're you know, being alerted to by the siren is actually me at work because I want to get somebody to give me their attention. Right. And the only way that I've been able to get their attention is by putting them in a situation that uh, you know looks terrible uh, at, at first glance. Right. But what would be worse, the person getting in an accident and breaking their leg or the person dying without God and going to hell? Right, right. You know, and, and when he showed that to me, he showed that I could pray into that situation. Mm -hmm. I could pray for the people that are in an accident yeah. and pray that even all the people that are surrounding the situation, the, the relatives, that each and every one of them would be a part of watching a miracle mm. of God at work, right. transforming you know, death, accident into life. Wow. And life eternal is, is the, the best life. Yeah, you know, what you're saying just goes along with what we've been communicating here, honey. And that is that God is calling us to have a, a greater vision and a bigger mindset about reality. Yes. You know, it's like I look at you right now and I can see how beautiful your face is and your eyes mm -hmm. are and et cetera and your hair. But I only that's only the surface. Mm. I don't see your yeah. heart beating. I don't see your lungs right. expanding and contracting. I don't see how the, the energy in your mind is moving. Only God sees that. Wow. He's the only one that really has a vision of what life is. And beloved, we need to understand once again that Father God is the master of the world. I've said yeah. it before, but Cynthia, think about it. Jesus said not a sparrow falls to the ground apart from the wow. Father. He has his eyes on us. He has his eyes on every one of you. And as we surrender our hearts to him, come into alignment with him, the light of life will transform all of our darkness into light. 
God bless you and shalom His light in the darkness. Beloved, I hope you were blessed and encouraged by today's broadcast. The Bible tells us in the book of 3 John chapter 1, verse 8, that we should financially support the ministries that are feeding us spiritually. And in so doing, John says, we'll become fellow workers with the truth. I want to encourage you. If the Lord is bearing witness with your heart to support us, would you just be obedient to Him? The scripture tells us that everything we sow into the kingdom of God for the purpose of extending God's kingdom in the world is going to come back to us, pressed down, good measure, and running over into our laps. And I also believe that when you financially support us, the Lord's going to open up your heart to receive even more revelation from Him through discovering the Jewish Jesus. Beloved, you and I truly are partners together. Without you, I can't broadcast. I want to thank you for your love and for your financial support. If you feel the Holy Spirit knocking at the door of your heart to make an offering to the Lord to discovering the Jewish she is today. Just do it, beloved. You'll be blessed. Here's how you can partner with us. Send your tax-deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Donate online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword RABBI to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have been faithful to the Lord with our finances while living. For those of you who like to remember the Lord in your finances when you go to heaven, Click Will and Estate Gifts at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm on the Mount of Olives, and I want to close the broadcast today by speaking the blessing that Father God said should be spoken over his people. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, the Lord told Moses and Aaron, Speak these words over my people, and I will place my name upon them and bless them. Yavarechecha Yahweh Vayishmarecha Yair Yahweh Panavelecha Vichunecha Yisa Yahweh Panavelecha May Father God, Yahweh, the God of Israel, bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord your Father lift you up by his countenance. And Father God is going to continue, his beloved child, to give you his peace. Revelation today for a brighter tomorrow. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. 
If two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. Let our prayer team pray for you. Send us your prayer request today by visiting our website or writing to the address on the screen. Our prayer team lifts up every individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Today's episode was, Did God Create the Darkness? If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to purchase a copy, visit our website or call the number on your screen.